like a train, we all have a destination. And when it comes to that destination, we have tracks that keep us on courses to where we need to go. That track is our values. The destination is our vision. Without the tracks, you can't get to your destination. Without the vision, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your gas, your resources, and your energy. And you're just lost in the abyss. I'm Andre, and this is the Speak Your Life Podcast, where we talk about everything as it relates to education, careers, values, mentors, and anything to do with purpose. We do this one impactful conversation at a time, whether it's solo dolo with yours truly or our amazing guests to share stories, industry insights, encouraging words, and calls to action that can help you get closer to your why. Become a part of the Speak Your Life community by subscribing today to the podcast and following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at SpeakYourLYFE because life without your why is meaningless. What's up, what's up, what's up, guys? Um, this is the Speak Your Life podcast, and I'm so happy that you are here today. And we are just excited that we are now on episode number six. Wow, it's crazy. We're already past five and now number six. Uh, first, before we even get started, first of all, I just want to acknowledge um, it was, you know, a very tragic beginning of this week with the, the news about Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gigi, and the others that were on the helicopter and um and it just you know i respected his game and i respected his work ethic and how he was a family man not only was he a basketball player but he was a great family man and um and just he taught his, his you know his death um and 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 just this whole sad tragedy taught me and I, I'm sure it taught a lot of other people something too, it, and it taught us the value of life, the value of the moments that we have with each other, our loved ones, our family, friends, and all the people that are in our lives for a reason. So hold dear, hold near the, uh, those people in your lives, and just you know always try to say how much you appreciate them. Always try to tell them how much you love them because you never know when is the last time you'll ever say that. So I just wanted to start by saying that and acknowledging uh, uh, this terrible tragedy um so all right so let's get started guys so maybe you are a business owner and experiencing high turnover an employee that is looking for a new job or maybe you're on the complete opposite ends of those spectrums well either way there's a great chance that whether you love or hate your job that the common denominator is one thing and that's values so today we'll be talking about values. We will cover four things as it relates to values. Uh, one, a unique definition for it. Two, three types of people in the world. Uh, three, stats that show how values and purpose help the individual and organization for hiring and productivity or output. Four, last but not least, what a values board is and how you can create one today. All right, so... There's a quote I want to share with you before we get into that definition. I want you to think about this. Our value is the sum of our values. Again, I'm going to repeat that. Our value is the sum of our values. Just, I just want that to like set the tone for everything um, and just let that sink in. All right. I'm going to stop being overly dramatic now. So uh, 
So Jan Stassen, he was a TED speaker and he had this video on um, the, the importance of values and why they matter. And so he defined values as situation independent decision helpers. I just love that definition so much. I, it's like, you know, in the movie Lion King, the the the, um, the hyenas are just saying, Mufasa, Mufasa, Mufasa. And I'm just like giving the, the shiver, just like that excitement, that energy. That that's, that's how I feel whenever I say situation independent decision helpers. Like I can say that like so many times. But anyways, um, so that's how he defined values as. And I love that definition. Basically, it just means how values are anchored to our lives. They keep our ship steady, they keep us steady whenever things are rocking, uh, temptations to you know go the easy route or cut corners are always hitting us left and right. So that's why I love that. And you know, when, I, when it comes to values, I'll share a quick story. When I was first applying to be a flight attendant, I remember going through the hiring process. And if you don't know this, the job for a flight attendant is not hard. It's pretty easy, but how to get there is the hardest part. Over 100,000 applicants are a part of the whole applicant pool every single year for any major airline, in, at least in the US. So anyways, I was thankful to be a part of that and get invited to the face-to-face -face interview. And that was an accomplishment in itself. So as I get to this face-to-face -face interview, there's 50 people in the room and they're, you know, I'm just looking around just to see what the vibe is like, you know, how the people, are, you know, what's my competition looking like, you know? And so I, I, I just notice as I'm having conversation with people to my left and people to my right, I'm just getting to know everyone and just, you know, see, just, just see how, you know, how everything's going to work out. And I get to learn more about the people. A lot of the people in the room seem to have had prior experience with regional airlines or other major carriers and and I'm sitting there like man how am I gonna make it past these people how, how am I gonna make it past the people who have more experience than me they have more skills than me they have more knowledge than me how am I gonna make it past those people but the thing was when I got to interview uh, did the one-on-one -on -one interview we, we we vibed we connected and the thing that I found out after they offered me the job over the people who maybe had more experience than me was this one thing and it had a lot to do with cultural fit and it had a lot to do with values that was the reason why they decided to pick me and i was just so humbled because like i, I was sitting there like you know at the beginning i was like wow how how did i make it here and how do i compare to these other people but anyways there was like mainly four values that this company they really embody and that's being friendly working as a team doing things the right way and going above and beyond and they just threw I guess how I answered the questions or just how I interacted with people, they saw that I embodied these qualities and they really wanted me to be a part of their team. And so I was just so thankful and here we are today. So, so there's this Forbes article that talked about why values matter. And it said, when hiring employers should trade 90% talent for just 10% character. So 90% talent for just 10% character. Wow. Employers should look for character and right fit over technical skills to avoid an HR nightmare. Wow. Maybe you are one of those people, maybe you have a business and you, you're experiencing an HR nightmare right now because you have that one person or maybe you're an employer, employee, excuse me, working at a company and you have that one person, that guy or girl that you just know that there's not, there's a misfit. They're a, they're an outlier, not in a good way. And they it's good for everybody to be unique and different but it's just they stick out and, and the way that i mean is like they're very smart they're very talented they're very intellectual and they just don't get along with everybody else they are always you know having some kind of disagreements 
constantly or they just don't mesh well it's always a clash and maybe you're experiencing that or maybe you are one of those people i don't know but it is saying how the new thing now is how businesses if they have not already they should consider character more than just technical skills not to say that technical skills don't matter because they do because you can't just have a job and and think you can keep it without having the skills you got to have that but it's easier to teach somebody who already has the the right cultural fit the technical skills than it is to teach somebody who has the technical skills the values the right values at least that the company holds that they want you know you as the employee to share with them as the organization so that's so important that's so key why values are important why are they so important you know i look at i look at this like yin and yang i look at values like yin and yang because like you have vision that's your yang and you have values that's your yin and let me break it down all right so many of us know that yin and yang is a chinese is an ancient chinese pro like not proverb but it's just a concept an ancient concept from the chinese culture and and i and i didn't know this but i'll explain if you don't know this but basically yin is the darker side described as feminine dark hard while yang is the light side described as positive bright and masculine but anyways i'm gonna say that it makes sense because when i when i talked about how vision is like your yang and values are like your yin it's it makes sense because having that vision that destination in mind you know it's full of positivity it's full of brightness it's the light at the end of the tunnel so to speak and here we are you know we're going through the darkness we're going through this tunnel that's our yin because it's gritty it's hard it's difficult it's mundane and sometimes boring laborious but we keep going we keep going until we get to the end of the tunnel because that light is our hope it's not that the values in itself are our hope. It's the means to where we want to go. Because, you know, it's just like, you know, you, when you're going through something or going through a hard time, it's just like, why would I, why am I going through this? Why am I, you know, putting in the right amount of work? Why am I doing the right thing? Because you know that it's going to, it's going to work out for something that you're, you're reaching for. And so you're, you're doing the right thing, not only because, you know, you're you're gonna get something out of it but just also doing the right thing for the right thing you know for the right reason is just also just good in itself but again it's i see it as the the darkness the the dark the dark tunnel that you go it's the pathway in which you get to your vision so that's your light that's the that's the yang you're trying to seek as you're going through your your yin your darkness your dark tunnel your pathway so that's that and you know there's three types of people in this world when it comes to values so one you have people who have vision and they have values so they have where they want to go and they have the you know the pathway the values of where of how to get there and so those are the people who know where they're going they, they don't have all the answers they're not perfect but they know they have a sense of direction of where they want to go and then they also have the right values they have integrity and different things like that and they 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 know how to get there they know how to navigate and they know how to be anchored whenever they are challenged to cut corners whenever they were challenged to fudge things fudge numbers and things like that the second group of people we have are people with values they have the right values they're in the right tunnel but they don't have the vision they don't have the light at the end of the tunnel so they're just kind of going through life it's dark it's dreary it's mundane sometimes but 
they have the right values. They're good natured people. And I can totally relate to that because I once was one of those people recently. I just got out of that. I got out of that dark tunnel and it, it's, 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 it's definitely invigorating. It's, it's life giving whenever you find your vision, whenever you find your calling, whenever you find your why and purpose. But we all have different seasons of life. We all go through different things. So maybe that's what you're going through right now. And that's totally fine. That's totally fine. And then you have the last group of people where they are the people who have amazing ambition, amazing vision. They have all the wherewithal. They, they know like where they want to go. But the thing is, how they get there is the problem. You see, you have people like on the very extreme, like Hitler, who had vision of, you know, he had great influence. We cannot deny that, even though he was completely and utterly evil. He had great influence, but the thing is how he did what he did, how he got there, the, the means was not, it was not good. It, he didn't have those, those good values to keep him anchored. Um, and, and that's just at a very extreme case. I would say one of the more relatable case is probably somebody like Elizabeth Holmes. And if you don't know who that is, you should definitely check out the documentary. And, and basically to summarize the story, it's basically there's this girl She's a 19-year-old, really uh, intelligent, smart student who is at Stanford University. She has like two semesters and then she drops out and she goes to Silicon Valley to start this company called Theranos. And basically she is so obsessed with Steve Jobs, so much to the point where she, you know, she studies him, she wears the turtleneck, excuse me, and she also gets some of his employees from Apple to work under her on her board and things like that. But where things go wrong, you know, she has this great vision for the future of how she can change healthcare for the betterment of mankind. And, you know, she has this great vision that that's, and she has the ambition. There's no doubting that. But the problem was she didn't have the value. She didn't have those, that, that those anchors that kept her from cutting corners or saying things that were not really true, you know, that, that were, that, that were, uh, that were actually false. And so people start to poke holes, you know, within the company, people start to poke holes without outside of the company. There are people from like, there's, there's a guy from, I can't remember if it was Wall Street Journal or New York Times. But um, anyways, he did an investigation, he worked with somebody in the company, and they started to slowly find out that this, that there's this machine that they had that was called like the Edison machine, and it was supposed to revolutionize how we draw blood samples and you only needed a prick of blood to just be able to do all these tests. But that was really, that was not true because that, that machine didn't actually work. When she was asked about it, she always diverted. She always looked to, you know, try to change the conversation or just change how she worded things to cause confusion. And she, she did a great job of convincing people how, you know, cause she drew in $400 million of, of seed money and, and investment money. And basically the company, it went up into being worth that over $9 billion at one point. And she herself, Elizabeth Holmes was, according to many magazines, was uh, labeled as the youngest female self-made, self-made billionaire. I, I, I'll get into self, the whole concept of self-made. That's a whole nother episode. I really don't believe in that wholeheartedly. I believe you can be partly self-made, but not fully self-made. But anyways, that's besides the point. So she was, you know, people were bombarding her with all these questions and they started poking holes. They started to find out what she was and what the company was really about. 
And so when they started to ask questions and poke at her integrity, people would see that she lied about simple things like, oh, you know, for example, one of the employees talked about how she left the, she said she was leaving the office for the day. And then he walked past her office and he saw her working on the computer. It was like little stuff like that that added up to bigger things too, because like I said, she had the vision, she had the ambition, but she just didn't have the the, the right values to keep her in place to, you know, be, have, you know, to be full of integrity. Because there are a lot of companies out there that, that face challenges and they, but at the same time, they, they, they are anchored in their values and they stand still even when they're being challenged and, and, and with the ability to cut corners. So man, it was, that's, that's an, that's a case that you don't want to be a part of that. That's, you don't want to be a part of that third group. And so uh, I remember just, you know, just speaking about, about vision and values and how uh, they were so important you know, coming together, yin and yang, they're inseparable, in my opinion. And I remember just going to this vision board party earlier this month, excuse me, and it was so life giving and just be able to be around such great people. And just, I remember just being there and making my vision board. And it was an awesome experience. But at the same time, like I realized that my values board was really important too to bring it all together. And so you know, again, like if you got a chance to listen to the intro episode, I briefly talked about the analogy of the house and how that, you know, our life is like a house. And we are to understand that the most important thing that is the the foundation that that holds our house up, that holds our life up, because without that, we will be able, uh, you know, we'll without it, we will be blown away with, you know, going this way and that way with any any type of temptation or any type of you know, uh, uh, thought to cut corners or just go the short route, the quick, the easy, the uh, get rich quick schemes and all that stuff. So, you know, having an anchor, having the foundation, your values, that's so important to holding your house up to be able to withstand storms. And, you know, there are a few stats I want to share with you guys as it relates to values. And LinkedIn did a survey and they found that 73% of purpose oriented members are satisfied with their jobs. 73% compared to 64% who are not purpose oriented. The same imperative study found that 58% of companies with a clearly articulated and understood purpose experienced a growth of plus 10% compared to just 42% of companies that didn't prioritize purpose. So if the most successful organizations are out there and which are made up of individual people like yourselves, then they need to maintain good value systems to be able to, to stay at the top, to stay successful, Who are we as individuals who are pursuing our calling, who are pursuing our purpose in our careers and things like that, education? Who are we not to have values? Who are we without values? And when it comes to successful companies with great value systems, one of the first companies I always, you know, think of is is Chick-fil-A. Oh my gosh. Not only, uh, you know, I'm a little biased, duh, because, you know, just like Chick-fil-A, I'm born and bred in Atlanta, Georgia. And... But anyways, before, you know, I just want to have a little side note. Uh, I just got to say this might be a blasphemous comment and controversial, but I'm sorry, but that Popeye's chicken sandwich is, is a lot better than the uh, the Chick-fil-A sandwich. But that's just my opinion. And again, I also just believe that Chick-fil-A is a better, like in my opinion, I, I, I like Chick-fil-A as a better corporation just in general about how they approach things, how they treat people, their employees, and the customer service is amazing and it's stellar and it's just unmatched by many fast food restaurants out there. And so I remember just going there talking to different employees and I got a chance to talk to this one girl who who was working and basically this is what she told me about 
her experience as it relates to why she decided to work at Chick-fil-A and, and stay, you know, stay there compared to going somewhere else at any other restaurant. So here's what she had to say. Um, I really value Chick-fil-A's view on relationships with people mm-hmm. and just the way that they pour into not only their team members, yeah. but their guests. I really enjoy, I know you mentioned people looking for their why, mm-hmm. and that's very big in Chick-fil-A, especially yeah. if you want to move up in the company. Mm-hmm. You need to find your why. You need yeah. to find what you're passionate about. Uh, Chick-fil-A is very big on, especially at the support center, which is our corporate office over on uh, Buffington Road in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. They're very big on if you want to work there, you need to find your why and what's going to fit good for you. They don't want to just stick you in an apartment where you're going to be sitting at a desk all day Mm. not doing something you're going to enjoy. They want to put you in a department you're going to be passionate about. Mm. So that's why Chick-fil-A is constantly changing, constantly testing, and that's just part of the reason why we have the attitudes that we do. We really do enjoy our jobs. All right, cool, cool, cool. So when it comes to your values, the first step is understanding internally and then manifesting them externally ideally in writing because there is something powerful that happens when we write things out and have external visual uh, external visual outside of our mere minds and when it comes to the founding fathers for example constructing the constitution what would it have been what what kind of world would we have in the u.s if we had you know the founding fathers just said hey you know what we're just gonna live out these values and hope that everybody just follows suit and we're not even going to write them down we're just going to live them out and hoping hoping and praying that people will will carry those values out from generations to come you know it would have been a very different america and you know not to get political or anything like that but just it would have been absolutely different for better for us i don't know but it would have been just different and just the fact that you know writing those values we still have those we still have the constitution now is still standing to this day and it's one of the longest standing constitutions compared to any other country and stuff like that so that's just something interesting to note and so also one of the things that helped me and when it comes to values or aka the situation independent decision uh helpers is what i wrote down as what i like to call the values board and so what i did was uh for those of you who are just listening on the podcast i i i wrote it down and um, you can't see this, but I'm going to describe it to you. So basically, I just printed out this paper and it had it's this template of this house. And, you know, I got my I got my MTB crib, obviously, with the windows that I created, my modern windows, my really uh, artsy, modern door handles and all that stuff. Anyways, uh, my artistic ability is popping. Um, so here is the house. But at the bottom, the most important thing is the foundation and significance of placing this my values and writing those down at the bottom was that it shows that my life my house it stands on these values and that's the significance of why i placed them right here obviously and so you know i I wrote a few things down and to give you an example um of my values board let's see let's see let's see um i always want to be mentally wealthy constantly and just always look to uh, just be increasing mentally. I also want to just, you know, just constantly work harder. That's not really like a goal. That's just like an ongoing thing. So that's what makes it a value for me. That's what, you know, it's, it's you know, situationally independent 
and it's something that helps me makes my decisions. So I just basically broke down that definition, and 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 you're gonna hear that so many times that you're gonna it's gonna be embedded in your subconscious now. Situation independent decision helpers. So those are a few examples of what my values board looks like, and and that's in this and I I believe it can really help you to understand and be anchored when you are faced with challenges, when you are faced with you know situations that will challenge you, that will tempt you to cut corners, that will tempt you to get out the easy way and, and, and not put in the time, not put in the work because millennials, we got to work not only smarter, but we also got to work harder too. So, all right. So just to recap, guys, we uh, just, you know, as we close, we are uh, uh, just wanted to recap the, the four things we talked about. Number one, we looked at Jan Stassen's definition as situation independent decision helpers. I'm gonna say that one more time, situation independent decision helpers. All right, cool. The second thing we talked about are the three types of people in this world. Those are people with vision and values. Those are people with values and no vision. And lastly, there are people with vision, but no stable values. And again, that's just coming from my perspective. Again, that vision, I mean, when it comes to values, again, let me just say they those are relative, but I'm just sharing from just my perspective. And so I uh, just wanted to, you know, throw that out as a disclaimer. And then uh, the third thing we talked about are stats that show how values and purpose help the individual and organization for hiring and productivity or output. And the last thing we talked about are the values board and how you can create one today. So, all right, cool. So now we've come to the part of the show where we get to do the call of call to action. So we're going to play a game called the values game. All right. There's going to be three prizes given out. All right. Three prizes. One, the first speak your life Instagram follower to DM me Chick-fil-A's core values gets a $6 Chick-fil-A gift card mailed to them. And you know, in honor of this being the sixth episode, you get a $6 Chick-fil-A gift card mailed to you. All right. And also a way to earn the same gift card for the first two people who tag us in or post a you know on their story with that's tagged in there about your picture you and your picture that has your values board again I repeat you must be a follower of our social media to be able to qualify for this prize in this uh, this this game that we're playing so um, that is all I have for you guys thank you so much for listening remember to subscribe to this podcast whether you're on Spotify Google Play Stitcher or anywhere else and if you're on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to leave us a written review if you connected with today's message. Also, join the Speaker Life community by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at SpeakerLYFE because life without your why is meaningless. All right, guys. Thank you again so much. Love you guys, and we will see you on the next episode. Hey, guys. Just a couple of things. One, I failed to mention that there will be a link for the Elizabeth Holmes video. I will try to include that at the bottom in the description. And also, when it comes to the call to action, I meant to uh, say that just, you know, you just need to write down five values and I'll include the Pinterest link for you to download and print out a blank, you know, template of a house. And that's about it. All right. Thank you, guys.